This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by Reddit user Gabrivat. The title of this story is Secret Slut. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. This story is my secret. It all happened a couple of years ago. It was my first year out of high school. My first year at college. I was poor. Like work-study poor. Going to classes six or seven hours a day. Then working in the administration offices. Then back to the little apartment I shared with three other roommates. The house situation wasn't perfect. My dad had been against it when I had told him what I had planned. It was far from home. My family was super conservative. Religious and their little girl was wandering halfway across the country on her own for the first time. Sophie, really? A house with three guys, all strangers. What are you thinking? He and mom had both called me multiple times. They had done everything just short of begging me not to sign the lease. But the house was fine. It had been built in the 1920s as a monster with four big bedrooms, three and a half baths. The place had beautiful woodwork, wood floors, and plenty of windows. We all had our own room. Every door had a lock and the place was quiet and clean. They may have protested when I signed the lease, but at graduation, when they had flown out to see me, they met all four of my roommates and they seemed to like all of them. But I understood the worry. I was a good-looking, fit girl by anybody's standards. I ran track and field in high school and then played volleyball my senior year. Looking back, I mean, I understand. Moving into a house with three guys when you are a week past 18 doesn't seem like the best idea. For the first week or two, the four of us moved around each other carefully. Only two of the roommates knew each other from the semester before, Gavin and Travis. They were the two I saw the most of because our class schedules lined up Monday through Friday. The second day, they seated the bathroom closest to my bedroom. They left that one for me and doubled up in the other one that wasn't the master bathroom, which belonged to the oldest in the house, John, a teacher's assistant in grad school who had been divorced for two years. I didn't even meet John until like the third week in the house. He kept a strange schedule, one where he was usually gone before us, back at some point during the day when no one else seemed to be around, and then gone until late in the evening. For those first few weeks, it had been like living with a ghost. The three of us would leave in the morning, and when we got back in the afternoon, things in the house would be completely different. Chairs would be pulled out. There would be a couple dishes in the sink or mail on the calendar. It was kind of cool. The way the four of us lived together but we were really all strangers. We were like people at a hotel for those weeks. We would see each other in the hallway or in the kitchen. We would smile and go about our business. Bedroom doors closed and locked like we lived our real lives behind the big wooden doors. And maybe we did. In the beginning, leaving home at 18 and wandering to a new city where I knew absolutely no one left me crazy lonely. It also didn't help that getting out from under my religious parents turned my sex up. My second week in the house, I gave up on my vibrator and picked up a soccer player who had been hanging out in the student center. I brought him home, fucked his brains out, and then he found an excuse to leave. For about a day, it stunned me. I didn't understand what had just happened. It had been my first one-night stand, and I hadn't even realized it. After the soccer player, I think his name was Tom. I took home an older guy I met on the bus one night I had left the admin office late. It was like leaving home had made me horny all the time and the one-night stands allowed me to blow off steam without getting distracted. It worked, and I liked it. It wasn't until the end of the third week that all four of us ended up at home on a Thursday night, all at the same time. That was the night I really met John. It just sorts of all came together. 
I had come home and found Gavin and John sitting on the couch talking about sports. Gavin had introduced me to the grad student that I had been thinking of like the house's personal ghost and we had talked for a while. He was tall, in his late 20s or early 30s, older than me by at least 10 years. He had these little round glasses that made him look like a smart supermodel. You know, tall, the perfect hair, the chin, the body, and then you put glasses on him and he could solve world peace or you wish he would. It had taken a takeout meal and half a dumb movie for me to discover that he could scratch my older guy itch. The movie had ended, and everyone had wandered off to their own rooms. But that night, I had wandered from my room over to John's and relieved some stress. You know, therapeutically. And John had made it easy. The moment the last drop of his orgasm had fallen onto my back, he had gotten up, tossed me a towel, and told me goodnight. The perfect fuck buddies, naturally, over the semester. Other opportunities arose. On a Sunday night when John hadn't come home, and my vibrator just couldn't quite get me where I had wanted to go, I had wandered over to Gavin's room, gently tapped on the door, and after dropping my bathrobe to my ankles, received similar treatment. Then a stray Friday night, after I had been out with a couple of girlfriends, I had found Travis in the kitchen with his shirt off, getting a glass of water. It turned out his girlfriend had had the flu when he had just gotten back from an extra workout. His muscles had been swollen, his body covered in a sheen of glistening sweat, and I had been a little drunk, all right, a lot drunk. I told no one about anyone. It was an unspoken thing. I never mentioned it to any of them, and they apparently hadn't talked about it either. It was my secret. The night that changed everything had been toward the end of my first semester, a day where the rain and the smell of fallen leaves reminded you that winter was just around the corner. There was just something in the wind. It had been a Saturday and the guys had been watching football all day. While I had alternated between studying and playing around on the internet in my room, I had also been keeping up with the day drinking just with wine rather than the cold beers the boys had. That night, with all of us pretty toasted, we had ordered a pizza and sat around laughing and telling stories. Gavin had been sitting on the arm of the couch. John had just said something about one of the cheerleaders. As hot as Sophie, Gavin had smiled. Then John had chimed in. That she fucks like her too. I had been mid-bite with a massive slice of pizza folded and sticking out of my face. My heart had stopped for at least three beats. Every eye had turned toward John. I bet you're right. Probably likes it doggy like Sophie. Travis had smiled. Everyone loves a slut. Gavin had laughed. But then every eye had turned toward me like they were all wondering what I was going to do next. Cry. Apologize. Laugh. But I just kind of sat there and looked at them. Gavin's word kind of bounced around the drunken haze of my thoughts. Slut. The word held a certain amount of potential energy. It was packed with what could happen. Over the next few days, the rules in our relationships changed. I came downstairs one morning and decided to get coffee before I wandered off to the shower. So, I was padding around the house in my underwear and a long t-shirt. You know, I wasn't indecent, but I also wasn't dressed. While I poured coffee in the cup, Gavin came up behind me and pressed his body against mine which sandwiched me between him and the counter. His hands wrapped around me and grabbed both breasts through my shirt. Morning, sunshine. He had kissed the top of my head. It took my breath away. I leaned back into his strong body while he kneaded my breasts like bread. My pussy was instantly wet. I spun in his arms and stood on my tiptoes to kiss him. Wanna fuck? I wrapped my arms around his neck. I would, but I have to get to class. He gave me a kiss and then pinched my ass and ran off to class. I liked it. The attention. Where I had been everyone's little sister for the past few months. Now things were suddenly very different. Gavin hadn't been gone ten minutes when John walked into the kitchen, 
looked at me sitting on the counter drinking coffee and swinging my legs, and grinned. Can I fuck you, real quick? I looked him over. Of the three, he might not have been my favorite, but I did love the way he fucked me. He hadn't ever been gentle. He had been thorough. Always a gentleman. He had always made sure that I had come before he did. It was so strange to suddenly just be out in the open about all of this. But I said yes. I mean, I was still hot from Gavin's kiss and the way he had grabbed me. I was about to set my coffee cup down and walk to his room, but he stepped over to where I was sitting. I looked around. I was embarrassed. I mean, what if Travis came in? But then it was also kind of sexy. What if he did walk in? What would happen then? John stepped up to the counter, reached between my legs, and pulled my underwear to one side. Not here. I gave in to my fear. Shut the fuck up, slut. Then he took his dick out of his boxers, pulled me to the edge of the counter, and forced his cock into me with one thrust. I know Travis heard me cry out, and then moan. Fuck, I'm pretty sure the neighbor heard. But John was singularly focused, with a hand planted on the small of my back so I couldn't slide back, and my legs curled around his waist. He hammered my pussy like there was no tomorrow. I mean, we had fucked a few times, and like I said before, he had been efficient, but this was more. This was animalistic. He didn't ask me if I had come. That part of our friendship was gone. Now I was his, a tool to please him. He kept on rough-fucking me for like ten minutes. I couldn't believe how good it felt. His thick cock banging away at my pussy, slamming his pelvic bone into my clit. He slapped my ass and called me a bitch before he dumped his cum into my pussy without even giving me a warning. As soon as the last shiver subsided, he pulled out and then opened my pussy with his fingers so he could watch his cum drool out of me. He grinned. I should make you lick it up, he said and stuffed his slowly shrinking cock back into his boxers. Travis turned the corner and stopped when he saw us. His eyes wandered over me. The neck of the oversized t-shirt was pulled over the breast John has been nibbling on. Then he saw the milky puddle of white between my legs. I felt humiliated and embarrassed and kind of really, really sexy. It's a strange, kinky thing to have a physical connection with three men at one time. After that day, the sexual encounters were daily. All three of them considered me their sex toy. They no longer needed to please me. Instead, I was there for them whenever they wanted and however they wanted. And I loved every minute of it. All day I sat in class and thought about the next orgasm. Who was it going to be from? How and how much longer was I going to have to wait? Over the next few weeks, through Christmas and New Year's, especially, we learned more and more about each other. The boys were respectful of each other's time. I was never faced with more than one of them at a time. But there were two or three times that I took all three of them in a single day. Sex with each one of them changed. They each had their own secret kinks that they suddenly felt they could experience. After all, I was their willing slut. I complied with every wish without complaint, because being a part of their secret was my kink. Knowing them in ways I wondered if anyone ever would again be such a turn-on. I mean, one night after John had thoroughly and completely fucked me, he pulled a large purple dildo out of his dresser drawer. It was the kind that had a hard curve that slipped inside me and then a life-sized cock that pointed out like I had a dick. Now I want you to fuck me. He got down on his hands and knees and spread his thighs. I looked at the dildo, ran my fingers along the smooth plastic. The bulb at the end was fat and long, something a pussy could squeeze down on to hold in place. Gavin's kink was the most interesting. One night while we were fucking, he had me up against the wall and said he wanted to tie me up. I remember thinking, I wonder how that'll feel. Three days later, while Travis was in class and John was at work, he took me down in the basement and showed me the knots he knew. In half an hour, I was suspended from the ceiling in the basement, 
literally hanging from the rafters in a position that had my arms behind me and my legs tilted back. Gavin had my head and ass at the perfect height for his cock. And once he was sure everything was in place he stepped up to me, grabbed the back of my head, and told me to open my mouth. For the next half an hour he assaulted every hole I had and came three times. I lost track of how many times I orgasmed. I had come three times before he finished tying the knots. Travis didn't have much of a kink or fetish. What he liked was trying all kinds of things. I wore a butt plug for him and then a tail when we were alone. He tied me to the bed a few times and made me come multiple times before he would fuck me. He blindfolded me and then I blindfolded him. We played with nipple clamps and candle wax, cock rings, and all sorts of dildos and vibrators. My favorite thing with Travis was the fact he liked to watch. That he liked to talk dirty while we fucked. I loved the way his words made me feel. There was something about being his dirty little whore. The fuck toy that would do anything without question to please him. Travis, more than anyone else, made being a slut feel sexy, powerful. It gave my overwhelming sex drive a task. The humiliation was such a turn on. The house became a place where I could let everything go. I walked through the front door, and I belonged to them, to their desires. All three of them. But Travis brought something truly special out of me. He found my fetish. My kink. I loved to talk dirty while we fucked. He would push his cock down my throat until I couldn't breathe, leave it there until I began to struggle, and then asked me to tell him what I was feeling once he pulled out and I was gasping for air. Tell me why you love my cock so much. I would pull the long strings of pre and saliva from the end of his dick and greedily lick into my mouth again. It's so big. It feels so good. I would look up at him. Fill my belly with your cum. I wanted to spray out your nose. He would feed me his length. It was erotic torture. Buried in my ass and pumping with all his might he would lean down to my ear. Oh, my little cum dumpster. I'm going to drain my balls in your ass. Being his slut. Being his to play with. Always made me so hot. And his cum tasted the best. By spring, when the bushes near our mailbox began to put out little neon green leaves, I had completely become theirs to use. I was their slut, body and mind. And it worked so well, we didn't even think about it. When I wasn't in class, one of the boys, at the very least, had me doing something lewd, cleaning the house naked, pumping my breasts with the breast pump James had gotten for me to fill bottles with breast milk and put in the fridge, or just sitting in the living room chair with my favorite dildo. Pleasing yourself until someone else decides they need you to please them. As Travis had put it one day, I took a week a month for myself, the week of my period. That week, the boys sent me to the spa every day after work. Dinner was at whatever restaurant I wanted. They treated me like a queen. But the rest of the time, I was theirs to use whenever they wanted. Sex with any one of them became as common and routine as having lunch or drinking a glass of water. Until one Friday night, I was browsing the internet when John came to my room. He looked serious, more serious than usual. Hey, what's up? I rolled over in bed. I was wearing a black lace thong and a t-shirt that barely covered my tits. It was their favorite thing for me to wear around the house. I had been home from classes for two hours with John and Travis home, and no one had asked me to do anything dot 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 yet. John's eyes wandered over me, and he grinned. How about you get that sexy little ass of yours in the living room? I jumped up out of bed. My barely covered breasts bounced as I slipped free of the tiny shirt. I laughed when I saw John staring as I pulled the shirt down again. Do I need to grab some lube? I pulled out the nightstand draw and grabbed his favorite, red bottle. And the other one too. He nodded toward the green bottle. The lube Travis liked to use when he wanted anal. I looked at him and then at the bottle. Since I had decided to be the boy's slut, they had always used me, one at a time. It had never been a thought or a conversation. I was first come, first served. Although, 
I could be reserved for special occasions, birthdays and the like. John had created that rule when it was his birthday and he wanted me all to himself. I picked up the other bottle and walked out into the living room. As I walked down the hall, I saw Travis sitting on the couch, facing the television. Beside him was a woman with blonde hair. I froze. John leaned down. What's the matter? He whispered. She can't wait to meet a real slut. I looked into his eyes and could see the excitement. It was like he was proud of me. That's when I understood what had happened over the past months. My transformation from a little Midwestern 18-year-old to a well-seasoned slut. Pulling down my little shirt, I stepped out into the living room. Well, hello. I leaned over the back of the couch on the side opposite the young woman and kissed Travis on the mouth. I may have been a slut, but I was his slut. The girl next to him smiled when she saw me. Oh, she is pretty. She looked me over and I noticed she stopped on my cleavage. She liked my tits. Travis chuckled. I told you. He reached up and gave me a slap on the ass before he pulled me into his lap. Hey baby. I laughed as he cuddled me in his arm. Who's this? Now it was my turn to do the appraisal. She was the exact kind of woman I imagined Travis looking for. She was about his height and well put together. She had a Gucci shirt and Baldwin shorts. She was stylish with large breasts and a trim waist. Her heritage had to be Spanish because her hair was black, but she had that beautiful permanent tan and thick lips. I imagined Travis loved to look down and see her dick-sucking lips wrapped around his shaft. Sophie, this is Sarah. Sarah offered her hand, but instead, I climbed from Travis' lap to hers and then kissed her luscious, tempting lips. Sarah's body became putty in my hands. I kissed her and then slipped my tongue between her lips. I heard John chuckle. He had taken a chair on the other side of the room, facing the couch, where he sat watching us like a show. I was their slut, but they had brought me a gift, a woman to play with. Travis and I took turns taking Sarah's clothes off. I unbuttoned her blouse, slowly, and exposed her bra and gorgeous breasts. Travis and I took turns kissing her skin and massaging her before moving to the next article of clothing. She didn't know what to do. At first, she tried to kiss and fondle us like we were doing to her, but she couldn't keep up. There was too much for one person and so she laid back. It was so intense, pleasing her with Travis. Both of us moved around her body, kissing and sucking, squeezing and pinching. He was at her nipple while my fingers played between her legs. She laid still, her breathing ragged, her body trembling under our touch. John pulled his cock out of his pants and slowly stroked himself. I slipped to the floor and slowly spread Sarah's thighs. My pussy was drenched, and I slowly swayed my hips until I heard John get up from the chair. No way I can't take advantage of that. He chuckled as he got down on his knees, pulled my panties aside, and shoved a finger in my asshole. I moaned as I kissed my way towards Sarah's little mound. I could smell her sex, see the wrinkled petals of her pussy lips. John spit on his finger and began to spread my asshole open. Come on, baby. John sat upon his knees and pressed his fat cockhead against my puckered asshole. I pushed and felt him begin to work his way in. Sarah looked at Travis in awe. Travis sat up and kissed her passionately while I buried my tongue into Sarah's wet snatch. John grabbed my hips once he was halfway inside my ass and pulled me upward. He slid his hands between my legs and started playing with my pussy. I came immediately, and he slipped a finger inside me from the front while his cock banged into my asshole. Tight little asshole, he groaned. Look how wet you are. Wet, I heard Gavin's voice. Let me help with that. I felt hands on the front of my thighs and then I felt Gavin's hot mouth move across my clit. He had climbed between John's legs and then mine, on his back, to lick my drenched pussy. My hips ground my hardened little clit against his eager tongue. It was too much for John. I felt his cock throb inside of me, and then his fingers dug into my hips. I pressed back and took all of him. Sarah moaned. 
and her thighs tightened around my head. Oh fuck, Sophie. John exclaimed as his cock pumped my asshole full of cream. I trembled. Gavin. Oh dot 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 fuck. His tongue sucked my clit between his teeth, and the orgasm exploded behind my eyes. I heard Gavin moan and his breath caught. Then I realized Travis wasn't up on the couch anymore. He had Gavin's cock in his mouth, bobbing his head up and down. John pulled out and stumbled over to the couch where he collapsed next to Sarah. Hi, he smiled. Super nice to meet you. Sarah didn't say a word. She simply bent over and pulled John's shining cock into her mouth. For the next two years, the four of us were roommates. I moved out after graduation along with Gavin and Travis. John stayed behind, excited to see if he could teach a new slut. And that is my secret. I was slut for four years to three roommates and their various partners. I never told anyone, not even my current husband, and now you.